Hey guys, welcome back to the Plant-Based Body Podcast. My name is Steph Sansaro and it's been a really long time since I've sat down and spoken to you guys, but after two months in India, I've finally been able to sit down in my own hotel room and be able to have this conversation with you guys. And this is going to be a solo episode and I will be talking about my crazy experiences in the last two months that I have been here and they've been crazy and this has been such a transformative and massive two months and like an experience that I would never trade for anything and I've been really sick and I've had some really hard experiences here and after all of that I would still not change it for a thing and I started my trip here in India with a amazing month of yoga teacher training which I honestly cannot recommend enough and I've written a blog about it and I hope you can head over to plantbasedbody.co if you're interested in doing the same experience and after all of that and going through doing cleansing every single day and putting things in my nose and doing a vomiting experience and eye cleansing every morning and lots of anatomy classes and movement classes and yeah just met some incredibly amazing people that I will be friends with for the rest of my life which is really special to be able to say because I was with 20 two people I think in total all up in that month that I had met and from beautiful different countries all over the world you know Lithuania Estonia Germany Israel I've met like the most amazing people ever and I will have these friends for the rest of my life so that's really special to me you know the yoga teacher training experience was just so beautiful And I honestly wish that I could do it again in a heartbeat. So if anyone is interested, you can message me and talk to me about it because I just loved it so much. But, you know, this episode, I really want to make this about knowing what you can and cannot do. And when you think that you can't do something, that you actually can do it, if that makes any sense. It's about knowing that you can overcome anything no matter how low you feel or how bad something is and how you know a really bad experience can happen to you but you can still get through it even if you don't think so and about two and a half weeks into my yoga teacher training I actually went on a rafting experience and it was me and two girls Maria and Louisa we all decided that we wanted to go and raft down the Ganga which is this massive river it's a holy river in Rishikesh in India and you start 26 kilometers away and you get into the raft and they give you all of the safety instructions like what to do whether or not you know we hit rapids or you know we get hit and we have to you know swim outside of the raft and you know we'll where to put your feet and how to hold the oars and everything and we thought that it was just going to be a nice and easy day but unfortunately it really wasn't and for me this was actually my first I guess life and death situation and we were rafting and we'd gone 10 minutes into it and we hit our first rapid 
and this is where the water is so deep and so wide and so rough it's kind of like being in the ocean when like a big wave hits you and you get dunked under and you're like swimming and you're trying to come up but you can't because all of the currents underneath are taking your body in one direction and you feel like you can't climb to the surface and well, that's what this scenario was kind of like for me. We encountered this massive rapid that hit our raft and it flipped us upside down. And I was in a raft with eight people and one guide. And what happened was we actually got flipped upside down and trapped underneath the raft. Now, a few people were lucky enough to sort of be flung out of the raft, but me and Maria, I know for sure, were stuck underneath it and this was the most terrifying experience I can ever explain to you because you're wearing a life jacket so you're being brought to the surface but you're being like held down by all of like the currents underneath that are grabbing you and pulling you and also you're not able to rise up because every single time I would be pulled down I would try and rise up to get out of the water and to get some oxygen but my head would hit this raft and I was just searching for oxygen and all I could do was just move my arms wad my arms and try and push it away from me and get myself out of there and I think this was the most frightening experience for me because I genuinely thought to myself oh my god like I might not be able to get oxygen here like I might drown And so here I am trying to push the raft away from me, but getting taken by my body in different directions under the water. And I was so scared, just so scared. And finally, I was able to get myself out from underneath the raft and I still had my oar with me. But all of a sudden, I had another oar being flung at me from underneath, trying to escape the raft as well. And I knew that we had to hold on to them because there's no way that we could actually go through the raft or the river, sorry, without having them with us. So I grabbed both. And I remember I got oxygen and I saw everything for the first time. And I was so panicked. My heart was racing more than I've ever felt it. And I looked around and I was trying to find people. And I could see that the raft guide had climbed on top of the raft and he was about to flip it back and he flung it towards me and I was like, fuck, no. And I swam as fast as I could away from it so that it didn't land on top of me again. Anyway, I finally like got away from it and he then pulled Louisa back into the boat. He then grabbed me. And I just remember looking around so frantically trying to find everyone else because I knew that we had to pull them back in as well. And if you can imagine, this was like the choppiest water ever. It was moving so fast. It's it's literally a rapid and I can't explain it any more than that, but everything was so heightened. The adrenaline, the water was moving so fast. Everything was happening so, so fast. And so I just remember... I got in the boat and I could see one of the males that was in the water and I just grabbed him with both of my arms and I flung my body backwards into the raft so that I could pull him up and him on top of me and get him inside because otherwise you can't pull somebody back in. And so he was safe and we were in the water and everyone else gradually was able to be found except we were looking around and we couldn't find two of the girls. Now, 
We were really lucky because we had two kayakers with us and we had another raft, which was only about maybe 30 meters away from us. So they were able to catch Maria and another girl who had actually been taken by the rapids down the, like, down the river. So we were very lucky that they were there to be able to grab them and to save them. Otherwise, we don't know what could have happened to them. So it was really lucky that we were with a good company because we had those precautions there in case we needed them. So poor Maria Tech took on so much water. She felt so sick. And gradually we went to the other raft. We saw the kayakers and they were able to bring the two girls back into our raft. And we all just sat there in silence, in shock, just all so panicked and so scared. And I knew that none of us wanted to continue going. We had no idea what had happened. The kayakers said to our rafting guys, like, what happened, mate? Like, what the fuck? And he was like, honestly, I don't know. And he said to us that it hadn't happened in over a year that they had had an experience like that. And it might not sound that scary, but for all of us to think that we were going to die, that we were going to be trapped under the water and under that raft, like this was my first, yeah, I'm going to die situation. But we still had to keep going. And that was pretty much the worst part. I was so shaken by what had just happened and there was so much adrenaline coursing through my body, but we still had nearly an hour and a half left on the river that we had to get through. And uh, there was just this somber mood on the raft. Nobody wanted to keep going, but we just had to. We had to get over what had just happened and keep going. And so we did. We had to experience more rapids, which we were terrified about. And unfortunately, on another one of the rapids, one of the guys got flung out and was literally taken 20 meters away from us again. So we were just done by this point. We thought, are you kidding me? Why is this happening to us? Why is the the Ganga being so cruel to us? But we got him back in the boat and we were all just like, we just need to finish this day. So we kept going and tried to enjoy the situation as much as we possibly could. But we stopped about maybe 10, 20 minutes later and we pulled into the side where there was this little beach and they had organized for us to have some snacks and some some drink there. And I just remember standing on the sand thinking, thank fuck I'm on land right now. My whole body was shaking. i I honestly felt like I was on something. It was it was fear and it was like dread. I just didn't want to keep going and none of us did. But there was a butterfly and I noticed it and it was flying around us and it was this beautiful butterfly. And then it came and it landed on one of us and then it landed on another one of us and then it came and it landed on me. And it just sat on my arm. And this was so weird because butterflies don't do that. You sort of have to approach them. But it came to me and it sat on me. And I just remember being like flushed with this feeling of like calm. Like everything was going to be okay. And it was like a messenger telling me that I was safe and that everything was going to be okay. 
And Maria and I looked at each other and I told her that and she goes, yeah, no, I, I think that as well. I think we're going to be okay. That's what this is. And so after that, I guess we got back in the raft and we had to continue going. And I'm the type of person that when something happens to me, I don't want it to ruin future experiences for me. You know, I didn't want to suddenly be so afraid of water and never go swimming again, you know. And I didn't realize this, but we were actually on a rafting company that takes you to a point where you have to cliff jump. And I've never done this before. I've always been terrified of jumping off anything into water, like never even jumped off a diving board before. But for some reason, I just had this feeling like I've got to do this. I've got to get back into the water. I've got to, you know, face my fears head on. And so I did. We climbed up that big rock and I stood on the edge of it and I just jumped off. (laughs) I didn't even hesitate. I was like, no, I'm going to be a badass here. I'm going to get straight back in the water. I'm just jumping off this thing. And everyone was like, whoa, nice work. And I was like, thank you. I'm even proud of myself right now. So that was probably one of the worst experiences that I had on this trip. But, you know, I just know that it was meant to happen and that I was meant to experience it. And yeah, I've never been so scared in my entire life than I have in that day. But I'm really proud of myself for getting through it and continuing and saying, I'm going to keep going on this raft and I'm going to keep doing it. And then I'm going to jump in the water and I'm not going to let this create a fear for me for the rest of my life. So I don't know. I'm very happy that I had this experience because I'm still alive today. I can still talk about it. You know, it may not have been as dramatic as other life death experiences, but it's my life death experience and I'm okay now. And you really can move past things and get through them. And I just think the next two days were probably really rough for me. That day I kind of was on a high after that. I was like, no, it's okay. Like it was, it was an experience, you know, we were all very emotional. And the next day, that's when it hit me. You know, I had done my eye cleansing in the morning and put my nasal cleansing through my nose, which is where you put your like purified water in one nostril and come out the other. And I think it was a combination of having water in my eyes and then in my nose that all of a sudden I just started crying and that's when I had to go upstairs and unfortunately I had to stay there and just rest and recover because that's when it hit me that wasn't the day of it it was the day after everything like came to me and crashed on me I was so overwhelmed by the emotion that you know I'm human and it was a really scary day but it's all okay. You know, I had beautiful friends there to comfort me and make sure that I was all right. And yeah, so that was my crazy experience with rafting. And I guess, yeah, moving forward from that, I finished the training and I started traveling around India and I went from Rishikesh to Bikaner and then to Jaisalmer, which is the desert. And I had a very funny experience in the desert 
where we decided that we would do a camel safari and I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. I just thought that we were going to spend a night at the desert and sleep there under the stars and they were going to make us food and it was going to be really fun. But I didn't actually like put two and two together that I was supposed to be sitting on a camel for like a whole day and then and then another day. And I remember we got to where the camels were and I looked at them and I thought, oh my God, like I'm supposed to sit on these animals. I was like, what? And I remember getting on it and thinking, this is so wrong. I can't do this. And I was filled with anxiety because I did not want to be making this animal carry me through the desert. And it, it didn't look healthy. They, they weren't healthy. They're, they were sick. Like their fur was not well maintained. They, you know, one of the camels had uh, yellow stuff coming out of its nose and its ears and it just physically looked so unwell and I just kept turning to the guys that I was with and I said this is not right like I don't think I can do this and so I think we were on the camels for 10 minutes and that's when I just said Simon I need you to get me off this camel I need to get down I can't do this anymore and he said what And I said, yeah, you need to get me off this. I can't do this right now. And so he came and he got me down from this camel and I grabbed my bags and I said, I'm walking. And the other guys said, yep, we're walking as well. We can't do this. So we all walked through the desert for about six hours and we carried our own bags because we just couldn't do it. And the desert really wasn't what we were like expecting. It was kind of like they took us just to the outskirts of the city so we could still see all of these wind turbines and there was volcanic like rock and dirt all over the ground. And yeah, it was the desert, but it wasn't really what we pictured when we had paid for this experience. And so the camel driver took the camels away and we didn't need them, so he just went off and we had another guy with us and we walked through the desert for a really long time and it was really hot and I don't think you're supposed to hike through the desert but we did it anyway and that ended up just being one of the most hilarious experiences because even when we got to the sand dunes the sand dunes were still surrounded by wind turbines and I could probably walk from one edge of the the sand uh, dunes in about five minutes so from one end to the other before it turned into what we had already previously been walking on so it wasn't really the experience that we kind of wanted but it was still good to be able to sleep under the stars and yeah experience something a little bit different from Jaisalmer we went to Jodhpur and in Jodhpur I got really sick I got a stomach bug and ended up being like very unwell. We were in a room with five of us (laughs) and there was three boys and me and a girl. And we've just unfortunately had to share a room while two of us had diarrhea and were vomiting. 
And then the other three were covered in bed bugs. So this was probably the third time I had had a stomach bug on this trip and was on and off the toilet. And oh my gosh, it just takes so much from your body. Like you have no idea. You feel so tired and exhausted and dehydrated and you just can't do anything. And I remember I tried to explore the city and to see everything with everyone, but oh, that was a nightmare. And from Jodhpur, we went to a place called Mount Abu, where I was still sick, but still managed to go on a hike with the guys and like on you know, walks two days. And I don't know, my body just not recovering at this point either. And it was beautiful. It was a nice, hilly, rocky mountain area, but still, I was so sick. And then from Mount Abu, we went to... Udaipur and in Udaipur I got a throat infection so my glands were so swollen I had the worst headache I ended up having to spend like a day just by myself the accommodation not doing much you know I walked around the town and I sat down but I was just so unwell I would wake up in the morning and my throat would be so tight and I'd have the worst headache and I think this lasted about four days and then from Udaipur, we went to a place called Pushka. And in Pushka, I was still with the five of us and we all got a, another stomach bug. So I remember the first day I was having diarrhea, I was, you know, not too sick. I could like get through the day. I was very excited to see my beautiful Israeli friends that I had made in Rishikesh. And so I went off and I spent a lot of time on the bikes with them and taking the motorbikes to the mountains. And it was really fun. I didn't feel good, but I just like wanted to get out and about and see things and explore. And then the next day I got really unwell and I could not do the same thing. And now I'm currently still in Pushka and it has been nine days now and I have had the stomach bug for this whole time. So day four, my friends left and went back to their home countries and to Goa. And so basically I've been here and my beautiful Israeli friends are still here, but I still have a stomach bug and it was getting worse and worse and to the point where I wasn't able to keep any food in or any drink. So every time I would drink, I'd go to the toilet. And so the other night I got a little bit too dehydrated. Even though I was taking electrolytes and having heaps of water, I was trying to eat, but it just wouldn't stay in. And so my skin was getting like very, very dry. My mouth was so dry and I was really dizzy and really tired and my vision was it was going and my friend messaged me and she said hey how you going and I was like look I think I'm gonna have to go to the hospital I'm not good right now and so she said all right yep perfect we're gonna come and get you and we're gonna take you to the hospital so they took me to the hospital and this ended up being a prison looking building to be honest with you. And I went in and I had to get checked by the doctor and he said that I had some sort of E. coli or stomach bacteria or something like this. 
and then they prescribed me some antibiotics and a drip and some other stuff that Rachel then got for me and I then was admitted into a room where I was given a drip so that I could be hydrated and laying there in this room and the bed was so dirty and everything in the room the walls were chipped paint and everything was just like the funniest scenario that you can even think of and I laid there and I had my friends with me and I'm really lucky that I did so lucky because I was in trouble and I still had to go to the toilet which was a freaking nightmare but gradually started to feel a little bit better and I was sent home and I've been having oral rehydration salts and drinks and antibiotics and you know I'm on strict instructions to just eat plain foods and some bananas and I'm not 100% better yet I'm still on and off the toilet but I'm feeling so much better than I did already but it's been an experience I've now been here in a room by myself for the last five days and I've been spending most of my time by myself you know I try and head out when I can but I've had to rest and it's really hard for me it's really hard to know that your body needs it but I've had to do it you know I wake up and I want to go and explore the city and I want to do this and I want to do that but I can't I have to let my body recover and that's what this learning experience has been is that to be honest I can get through things and that you need time to recover and you you need to listen to your body and that's the simple thing is that we really have to put time into our health because that's all we have. So for now, I've had to miss my trip to Agra, which was booked for yesterday because I needed to rest and I had to forfeit my ticket that I had paid for for my train and for the Taj Mahal and for my accommodation that I had already paid for because my body and me are more important. And so tomorrow, I'm going to try and do the same thing. I'm going to do a train to Agra. I'm going to try and see the Taj Mahal the next day. And then I'm going to head off to Delhi. And I'm going to go to Goa and hopefully go to the beaches. So that's my little life update at this point, guys. And if anything to be taken away from my little story is that you can overcome anything. If you set your mind to it, you can do anything. Your body is your temple you have to look after it and if something bad happens to you you'll always be able to get through it so guys i look forward to speaking to you soon and make sure to subscribe to my channel and i will see you guys in my next episode